Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 14th of February. Happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the scores and the doors. And to be honest, it was a bit of a limp day-to-day, up 13.1 points, or 0.18%, to 7,430.9. We opened at 7,426.9. We had a high of 7476.6, so a long way from that high that we saw this morning. We had a low of 74.26. But throughout the day, after the initial spike on the back of the U.S. positivity that we saw last night ahead of the U.S. CPI, of course, Tonight, uh, we did see the market reverse and just drift lower with reporting season very much in focus today. But as far as the sectors go and the stocks go, we did see the banks hold up relatively well today. CBA number, of course, tomorrow, uh, 5.2 looks to be the number for the cash profit that we're going for. The big bank basket up to $190.47. 0.2 of a percent. CBA pretty much unchanged on the day. NAB up 0.7 and Westpac up 0.7, the best of the bunch. Macquarie up 0.7% as well. But insurers, which had a good day yesterday, slipping away today. IAG down 2.0%, Suncorp down 2.8, and QBE down 0.8 of a percent there. Money managers slightly better, and we did see a little bit of uh, positivity creeping into the likes of. Um, Magellan, which was up 1.6%, Perpetual up 3.3% there. In the rest of the industrials, uh, the tech space was better. WiseTech up 3.1%, Zero up 2.2%, Altium up 1.5%, and the Alltech Index was also better today, up uh, just over 1%. Defensives also doing well. REA up 2.5%, Seek up 1%, Car. Uh, better numbers today, 1.2% better. Telstra also having a 1% gain today, looking all right. And the Staples, Woolies and Coles, both slightly better. West Farmers slipping slightly. Aristocrat up 1%. In the REITs, a little bit of positivity, but not shooting the lights out. Goodman Group up 0.2. GPT up 1.6. Did see the 10-year yields just ease slightly back down to 3.74% percent there. Healthcare, slightly better today. Uh, We had, of course, the big number out today from CSL, up 0.9 of a percent on the back of those numbers. Uh, ResMed up 0.5 and Sonic up 1.3 percent. So not a bad day for the healthcare, not a bad day for the industrials generally, but not such a good day in resource stocks. We did see BHP down 0.3, Rio down 0.7 uh, mineral resources having a nasty day today, down 4.1%, with Alchem down 1%. Didn't spill over into Pilbara, which was unchanged, but we did see uh, falls in other lithium stocks. We also saw a fall today in Woodside, down 1.1%, although Santos, which had some numbers out today, was up 0.6%. Coal stocks eased as well after yesterday's big blip higher. We had Whitehaven down a quarter of a percent. 
In corporate news, plenty of results today, to be honest. It was a Super Tuesday. Of course, it just gets more frenetic from here. We had James Hardy falling 4.25%. They did announce some job cuts. Around 6% of their workforce is being chopped. Uh, Cost is going to be a significant factor there. Demand certainly falling at the moment as interest rates rise. We also saw Temple and Webster got absolutely smashed out of the park today. Uh, They were down around 27% uh, on the back of their numbers. We also saw Ansel falling 8.7%. They seem to have too much protective equipment left over from COVID, struggling to shift their inventories. And Breville also, a bit of toast today for Breville. Uh, They fell 4.7% on their numbers as well. A couple of ones that were flying today that did very well. SG Fleet was up 9.1% on good numbers. And Sims Group also doing well, up 7.1% today. And lastly, but not leastly, in the promising ones today, uh, looks like Challenger are doing well out of low or higher interest rates, rather. 4.4% higher today. In other news, in corporate, 7 West Media fell 4.4% on their numbers as well. And we did see, let's see if there's any ones that I have missed, any big ones. Katmandu up 5.2% on their numbers as well. So um, not a bad effort from Katmandu. In economic news, both the Westpac and ANZ consumer surveys were soft again. Looks like in Japan they will have a new Bank of Japan governor. And Asian markets mixed again. Japan up 0.6, Hong Kong up 0.2, but China down 0.3. 10-year yield steady at 3.74. The winners for Grinners today, let's run through them. Uh, SGF, that's FG, SG Fleet, 9.1%. Looks like the car business is going well for them. Uh, strong demand still, good used car prices as well. And supply chain issues keeping things pretty tight. SGM, Sims Group, up 7.1%. Big bounce today from Domain, which did well, up 5.5%. DHG, the stock code there. Kathmandu, results out today, up 5.2%. Coronado in the coal space, up 4.5%. Challenger, results, 4.4% better. Karoon, 4% better there. And ABC, doing okay. Bucking the trend in the building products game, up 4% today. As easy as as Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 would say. In the naughty corner today, though, stumbling big time. Temple and Webster down nearly 27%. They pulled out of the DIY market. They were looking to challenge Bunnings there. Also softer sales numbers. Star Entertainment, certainly not much entertainment there. Down 13.5% again today. I think that's 33% in two days as that one really does struggle. Uh, we also saw Ansel doing badly, down 8.7%. VSL also struggling today. Uh, VSL is Vulcan Steel. That was down 10.7%. Sayona down 6.1%. Styx, STX, Strike Energy are down 5.5%. And Breville Group down 4.7%. Positive sectors today. Banks, tech, healthcare, REITs, gold miners, slightly Telcos slightly. Negative sectors though, iron ore, lithium and the insurance sector as well today. The Alltech index up just over 1%. Big bank basket up 0.2%. Gold falls back in Aussie dollar terms to 26.65. Bitcoin lower at 21,793. 
US dollars a fun token. The Aussie dollar had a bit of a day today. 69.73, there we go. And 10-year yields steady at 3.74%. Asian markets mixed. Currently, we have US futures slightly easier, but only slightly easier. Last time I saw it, Dow was down around 30 points, NASDAQ down around 14 points. Bit of caution, of course, ahead of that CPI number that we get tonight. Major movers and shakers today. AIS had a relatively good day. A few punters appearing in that one, 2.7% better. Silex also doing well today, up 3.56%. They continue to move higher. VML Vital Metals, a bit of volume there today, 13 million shares, up 10.9%. And Camplify also doing well today. Uh, They were up 6.8%, but they don't have a lot of volume that trades there, 48,000 shares. PMT, Patriot Battery Technology, Canadian Lithium Wannabe, down 11.5%. They seem to be disappointing. Drill results, 22.6 metres at 1.56 lithium dioxide, uh, lithium oxide, testing uh, the uh, CV13 pigmentite. And meteoric resources falling back to earth, down 11.5%. Vulcan Energy, down 7.8%. That sell-off continues. And we did also see today uh, James Hardy down 4.5, uh, 4.25% on downgrades. Speculative stock of the day is a stock called Falcon Metals. F-A-L is the stock code, closing up 62%. They reported multiple high-grade gold hits at Ironbark East, which is part of the flagship Pyramid Hill project in Victoria. Uh, Falcon Metals actually came out of Chalice. Uh, they were the project that Chalice didn't want. They wanted to concentrate on Julimar, which has done them pretty well. Company news today in a little more detail. James Hardy, global net sales down 4%, adjusted net income down 16%. But they also downgraded earnings guidance to 600 US to 620. That was from 650 to 720. So a relatively large downgrade, although it did look as if some of that was already in the price. Ansel sales were down 17.2% in the first half, 23 to 835.3 million. Uh, that was caused by a decrease in the healthcare unit, and they also exited the Russian business, so that didn't help matters either. Challenger reaffirmed net profit guidance for FY23 in the first half of 23. Pre-tax profit rose 5% to 250 million, and after tax it fell 56% due to investment market movements. Breville reported a 1% increase in revenue, while EBITDA rose 13.1% to 141.9%. And CSL, the big daddy of them all, announced a 9% increase in interim dividend to $0.107 US and reaffirmed its FY23 profit guidance of $2.7 billion US to $2.8 billion US. Temple and Webster reported a sales drop of 7% in early 2023 and is targeting 3 to 5% EBITDA margin for the year. And a couple of winners, SG Fleet reported revenue up 21.5%. Despite higher costs, net revenue grew 16%. And Sims reported a 60% drop in profits due to a challenging market. Faced margin compression as well, and the outlook is uncertain, yet still they went higher. Riddle me that one, Batman. The Westpac Melbourne Institute Index of Consumer Sentiment in Australia fell 6.9%. To 78.5 in February, which is a three-month low, rising costs and interest rates. 
And the ANZ Roy Morgan consumer confidence was out as well today. Dropped 5.5 points last week to 78.1. So not so good news on the consumer confidence front. In Asian markets, Japan has announced its nomination of Kazuo Udara. Ueda, uh, as the new, anyway, as the new Bank of Japan governor, and Japan's economy expanded by 0.6 on an annualised basis for the fourth quarter of 2022. And in Europe and US news, President Biden is set to name Lyle Brainard as his top economic advisor. Of course, Lyle Brainard currently the deputy chief of the Federal Reserve. Container shipping costs have plunged as consumer spending declines. The Amazon chief has vowed to go big on physical stores, still pushing into the grocery market, and the EU set to avoid recession following gas price falls, says Brussels. Certainly they're sprouting some good stuff over there at the moment. The US CPI due tonight. This is the biggie. Consumer prices projected to rise 0.5%. Core gauge up 0.4%. Used car prices could be the key because they are rising again. And we also said... The U.S. has no evidence that alien activity is behind the unidentified flying objects it keeps shooting down. At least that's according to the White House. One U.S. general, though, hasn't ruled out that they could be UFOs. Lots of fun there. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening. And as always, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again. (laughs) 